What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Ugly face has got to go. That's how I start every show. And it rhymes. And it bumps. Too short. Hey, come on and get heard. We are here for you at the toll-free line. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. It gets in. I'm Rick Tittle. Nice to have you with us. Downtown San Francisco studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Day before Thanksgiving, did you get a jump on the holiday? I think a lot of people did looking at the traffic yesterday. Everybody here heading up to Lake Tahoe and Reno. Throw away your money. Throw it away. My friend was telling me he lives in Lincoln, which is a little north of Sacramento. And they have this place called Thunder Valley Casino. And they're building this massive, enormous performing arts center. It literally looks like something you would see in ancient Rome. It's going to be called like the venue at Thunder Valley. So they can have musical and comedians, musical acts and comedians and things like that. But do you know how they're building it? <laughs> because 99.99999% of everyone that walks in there walks out without their cash. Those video game uh, slot machines, they look pretty, but man, they just don't pay. It's like, it's only a penny. It's $1.25 a poll, but it's only a penny. All right, big show. It's kind of like a Friday show because we're not having shows next two days. Jan Wall is going to go ahead and drop in today. Great to have her with us, the Hollywood Insider, the film critic. And we've got some uh, Hollywood-type guests coming up. And then uh, in the second hour, I'll have Finesse Mitchell from Saturday Night Live. He's at Cobb's Comedy Club, stand-up comedian, and stand-up comedian from Egypt, Bassam Youssef. He's at Raleigh Goodnights. We'll check in with ATNs. That's against the numbers. Ken Thompson. Talk a little football. I'll give you Rick's picks. And Deuce McAllister, the Pro Bowl running back, the best running back in the history of the Ole Miss, the best running back in the history of the Saints, and Super Bowl champ. He'll join us at 1140. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. Shout out to the troops listening on American Forces. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key, so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network and uh, a special Day Before Thanksgiving Wednesday edition of Jan Wall, the film critic. How you doing, Jan? I'm doing great. Happy almost Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, let's get right to it. And our first guest is filmmaker Bari Kang, has a movie called The Scrapper, which will explode onto uh, digital 
on uh, Pearl Harbor Day. I guess that's kind of a, a double entendre, isn't that right, Bari? Yes, thank you so much uh, for having me, guys. And, and yeah, it's a nice little way of putting it. It's going to explode on digital. <laughs> <laughs> this is from 1091 Pictures. Give us a little bit of a thumbnail, because this is a gritty New York crime tale, isn't it? Yeah, it actually, the narrative revolves around the criminal connection between the Punjabi and Mexican communities of, of America, which not a lot of people know about. And I, I'm Punjabi myself, and I, I had no idea when I was writing the screenplay. I kind of stumbled across this history that we share. It's about 100 years old. It goes all the way back to the early 1900s when both communities were uh, immigrating to California. They kind of co-mingled, working on the farms, and it led to a whole subculture of these families Unfortunately, that's kind of fading into history. But nowadays, uh, a lot of Punjabis come illegally through the Mexican border. So that connection still remains between the cartels and the people that smuggle people across the border. So that's very much alive. I think actually more Punjabis are held in detention camps crossing the border from Mexico than any other nationality including mexicans that's, hmm. that's what i read wow why don't we know about this why is this such a little known fact about punjabis you you've got me unfortunately punjabis aren't explored at all in american cinema or we, mm-hmm. we see a lot of south asians and usually that's in more of the com- com- comedian realm uh, rom-coms and that kind of that kind of film but we barely mm-hmm. ever see the, uh, the, the dark underbelly of, of these communities and how that whole thing exists right under our radar. I grew up in, in Queens, New York, in, in, a, in a little city called Richmond Hill, and it's very much like a little Punjab. And uh, when I was growing up, a lot of my family, friends, and they, were, they all came here illegally. This is in, in the late 80s and uh, early 90s, and things were very much different then. Things were a little easier on these communities nowadays, everything's very difficult, but I was exposed to all that stuff early on. So I, I got to see firsthand how people had to live their life in, in that manner. So that was very interesting. And that's how the scrapper came about. I'm a big fan of uh, crime, thriller, genre, you know, Scorsese, Brian De Palma, Quentin Tarantino. I grew up watching these guys. And uh, so when I was writing this, I, I very much wanted to explore a little bit of my own experience uh, I'm not trying to, you know, make any political statements or anything, but I did want to share some things that I learned along the way. And I figured, hey, if I didn't know about this, I bet a lot of people don't know about this. And uh, mm-hmm. that was that was true. Nobody really knows about this. And But if you Google it, you come across all these articles about uh, Punjabis and Mexicans. And uh, so it's a little known fact. You're right. And I know that uh, when I went to see the Nets Knicks at the Barclays Center on Atlantic Ave, doesn't that run like all the way through Richmond Hill into Queens? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Atlantic Avenue goes all the way through. I've uh, rode down Atlantic Avenue maybe a thousand times uh, <laughs> in my life. And even I'm, I'm enthralled every time how, how this, uh, this avenue just stretches right through Queens through Brooklyn, and even it touches on uh, onto Long Island. I live in Long Island now, and you see the history changing and the communities changing as you're driving down. And on Atlantic Avenue, we one, the opening scene of the film, that's Atlantic Avenue right there when the truck pulls up mm. and there's the, uh, this little exchange between the uh, immigrants and everything. So there you go. You hit, you hit the nail on the head. 
And uh, just one other thing I wanted to ask you. Spell your name like the Italian city of Bari, but it's pronounced Barry. It's, it's Bari. You got it right. You got it right. My full name is Berinderveer. And uh, growing up, nobody could uh, figure that out. And I think in first grade, my teacher was like, Barry. And I was like, how about Bari? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about crime thrillers. And so I just saw The House of Gucci, right, which comes out uh, Thanksgiving. And it's a crime thriller, but it's it's different than what you're talking about. I have a feeling you're going into um, really, uh, would you say, a little more graphic, brutal territory? Yes, yes. Uh, I've always been drawn to the darker side of human nature. I, I, I'm not sure why, but even... Like I said before, growing up, uh, the films of Scorsese always kind of felt close to home. I don't know if that's because I grew up in a very much Italian neighborhood as well. Uh, it was I, even though I grew up in uh, Richmond Hill and Queens, the schools were were overpopulated, so they sent me to school in Howard Beach, and this is during the time of John Gotti. So I was really exposed to that whole culture early on. And I, I guess I just gravitated towards that way. And then, uh, you know, the, the underdog, the anti-hero, uh, I always related to that personally. Uh, it, was, it was hard fitting in growing up, always trying to uh, explain who you are, where do you really belong. And, uh, you know, in the, in the 90s, nowadays we see a lot of South Asians and, and Punjabis and, and Indian culture. But back then, nobody really understood Indian culture, and so it was hard for me to fit into any particular community. I didn't fit in with, with, with the whites, with the Spanish, or, or with the African community, and I kind of found myself on the fringes trying to, you know, fit in with everybody, and so I, I, I related to these stories very much. How much, when you're making a movie like this in New York, do you think Scorsese, De Palma, like guys like that? What was that question? I'm sorry. I missed when you're making part. a movie like this in New York, how much do you think about, you know, the, the directors like Scorsese and De Palma and the way that you want to, like, frame it? Oh, very much, very much. Uh, I, so I think the first goal of a filmmaker or, or cinema in general is to entertain. That's why it was created. And uh, But at the same time, if you can share some knowledge or something unique that maybe other people haven't related to or, or been exposed to. I think that's, that's an added bonus. And then with, with Scorsese, I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of Italian Americans aren't too thrilled with the way that he portrayed things, but I think he did give <laughs> us a glimpse. Yeah, he did give us a unique glimpse into a community that not a lot of people, you know, knew about who knew that it was going to go the way it did and everything was going right. to come. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite of the, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a Goodfellas freak, right? Do there you have a go, favorite yeah. of of uh, these kind of films that you would tell people, well, see this, and then you'll get closer to what I'm trying to achieve? Yes. In, in that case, it wouldn't be a Scorsese film. If you go back to uh, Brian De Palma's Carly. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was very much about a guy who's made a lot of mistakes in his life, and he's just trying to, you know, set things right. But he's from, you know, uh, the fringes mm-hmm. of society. He's mm-hmm. so, and you know, navigating those 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 worlds and being 
kind of surrounded by all of these criminal forces all around. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. So I think I think that was a film that I that I went back to a lot. I, I really connected with that film on a visceral level. And I I saw all these movies when I was quite young, probably mm-hmm. too young to watch them. You know, the parents were working. I would go to the DVD store DVD store back then, and they would just give me these movies. <laughs> and, you know, not like today. <laughs> Actually, it might be easier to watch them today on YouTube. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, uh, so, yeah, Carlito's Way would, would be, if you saw that and you got that film, I think you would understand where I'm coming from or what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Unfortunately, granted, we're uh, out of time, but we want to make sure everybody checks out The Scrapper, written and directed by our guest, Bari Kang. This is coming from 1091 Pictures, and it will be available on December 7th. Bari, congratulations on the film, and thanks for coming by. Thanks, Bari. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. uh, No doubt. On the other side, uh, Jan, someone you grew up with watching, Barry Livingston? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. 
What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. I'll take it, I guess. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated nationally out of San Francisco, around the world on American Forces Radio Network, along with film critic Jan Wall. We welcome our next guest, the veteran actor Barry Livingston, and he's here to talk about his new project called Notorious Nick, the story... The true story of Nick Newell, a boy who was born with one arm, he dreamt big, and how he overcame that disability to win an MMA championship in 2012. Barry, welcome to the show. And I was just looking at your credits, and I just wonder, I ask uh, actors this who've been on TV forever, if you're just dialing around the dial one night and you're like, oh, I forgot I was in that heart-to-heart or the Simon and Simon, does that happen to you sometimes? Uh, you know, I... Yeah, the answer is yes. Occasionally, something pops up out of the blue. Uh, it's uh, it's always stunning to be reminded of something I did fifty years ago or more. But uh, yeah, you know, I had a lot more hair then. It was uh, you know, <laughs> I'm hardly recognizable, but but there I am. It must be hard. Uh, this is Jan Wall, and I you know I didn't watch my three sons a lot because I like really gritty like Eddie Haskell on Leave it to Beaver. You know, I was more like be bad, hey, now, you know. Uncle Charlie, you but, couldn't get more gritty um, than you know, Uncle Charlie or William Frawley. about that? What's that? I said you could get more gritty than William Frawley or Uncle, you know, Uncle Charlie or Bub. They were they were pretty gritty dudes. Is that right? Oh, I should have seen it then. Oh. <laughs> oh was Frawley yeah. really an alcoholic? Uh, Frawley was a notorious, uh, you know, fam- famously uh, a pleasant funny drunk uh mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean it's no big secret so i'm not telling anything yeah no out of, of course of course yeah and and, and it was funny because because uh, demarest william demarest who replaced him on the show uh was uh, a reformed alcoholic so so one was kind of uh you know one was loose and funny and kind of the other was a little bit more cranky because he's a little, little more mm-hmm. sober but uh you know mm-hmm. s- sadly i think alcohol took william Frawley's life in the end he he was uh, not a healthy man and uh you know was yeah. replaced yeah you know, they do not show that in the new movie about the Ricardos. They do not show that. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I was waiting for it, but they don't show it at all. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, you know, but, you I know, mean, they it, had, it, mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's a footnote in a, in a human being's career and life. He was a brilliant mm-hmm. actor, he, you know, mm-hmm. funny man, funny man, and uh, you know, sa- yeah. sadly, he had a, a you know an addiction. What was it like, Barry, when you you're on that show, My Three Sons, and your older brother on the show is your older brother? I mean, that must have been really cool, and it must have been challenging as well, right? Um, you know, well, it was great because we both were we were both actors prior to that, and um, you know, and we were both pretty successful. I was on a TV series called The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. I don't know how, how younger your listeners are. But this goes back, you know, Rick Nelson, who, you know, mm-hmm. major, major rock and roll star of his day, was part of that show. And Stan was on that show previously to My Three Sons. So when he went to My Three Sons and then it exploded as a gigantic hit, you know, I couldn't help but, but you know, have a little sibling rivalry there. Um, but it was never mm-hmm. intense with us. But, but, you know, being brought on to that show, of, you know, a couple of years later after the show was already on, was kind of a, a sweet thing that it sort of leveled the playing field for us as brothers, uh, you know, personally, you know, but it was it was never that big a thing. But I, I noticed all the girls at the pool really dug him and <laughs> thought he was, you know, super cute and he was very mm-hmm. famous. And, uh, you know, that did not escape my attention. <laughs> I, you know, I'm so happy for you because you managed, if you look at your credits, you managed, as Rick said, to negotiate Hollywood. And stay alive and not be locked up in some rehab place or, or worse. Um, yeah, it's, so why is there, there were moments? Yeah, yeah, moments in my life where, where you know, I never had any major addictions that, that that derailed my career. But but you know, a lot of ups and downs. And I've been, you know, in the last twenty years, twenty five years, has been <laughs> since I lost my hair. I think. Uh, I was able to segue into different kind of roles like lawyers and doctors and accountants and, and of course, the most recent one you mentioned, Notorious Nick. Uh, yeah, you know, that uh, that is a great little movie that you can find on Amazon or DirecTV. And I play the, a fight coach, you know, uh, really kind of a, uh, the wrestling teacher of this Nick Newell who, you know, only had one arm and, and then, you know, couldn't find anybody that wanted to, uh, to, to represent him and help him because everyone thought it was... You know, he was a, a guy that had no future, but boy, he proved everybody wa- wrong. And you know, when I become a trainer and went on to become uh, a you know a world champion in the XFC. What is that like, Barry, when you're coaching an MMA guy? And of course, every MMA aficionado is going to call you out if something is wrong or you're teaching the wrong thing. Uh, and how much do you take that to heart? Like, I need to be legit here with this role. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I. In preparation, I, you know, went to uh, a school here uh, that primarily, well, for wrestling too. I mean, because because Nick Gill was a wrestler, so I had to learn, you know, a little bit of, of moves. And I watched the teacher and how he interacted with the kids in his class because there's a whole lot of testosterone in a high school wrestling class. So uh, you know, he had to keep order there and teach the kids. And then, yeah, I, I went to as many MMA fights as I could find. Uh, and interestingly, MMA evolved into more of wrestling. In the beginning, it was more of like knock the other guy out, you know, beat him to a pulp, and, you know, karate and, and judo and all this other stuff. But Nick actually, Nick Newell, the real Nick Newell, introduced wrestling as a very effective way to take your opponent out. And so, because Nick only had that one arm, but by God, if he got that, that. <laughs> What was you know he didn't it was his forearm that was missing on the arm that was that was damaged so you know but if he got that arm around your neck he'd choke you out in a second so I, I was surprised to see 
you know, in real MMA fights, how quickly they're trying to get the guy to the mat and, and do a chokeout. Um, so yes, it, it was an education for me. Um, I was not, yeah, you know, I was aware of MMA. It's huge. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the parts of it that, that I learned were, were an eye opener. What was it like working mm-hmm. with some of the icons like Jackie Gleason and, and, and Mickey Rooney? Cause we always hear Mickey Rooney was a little bit nuts. He was. Yeah, Mickey, I mean, I, Mickey, my experience with him was he, terrible. Oh well, he 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 again came. You know, he he trial by fire of the poor guy. You know, was the biggest star in the world. You know, in what the thirties, he was number one right. box office draw, and you know, and then his career, you know, had numerous ups and downs, numerous marriages, <laughs> uh, a, a fair amount of alcohol involved. I think in his life, I knew his sons. Uh, Mickey Jr. and uh, I forget his other kid's name, but anyway, but you know, I knew them as acquaintances. I wasn't great friends with them, but yeah, they were always had a kind of a strangeness with with Mick, who was very um, you know caught up in his own career. And I, I did work with him once, and he was very sweet to me, uh, probably yeah. because he had an affinity towards kids and child actors, because he he was yeah. one famously, you know. But uh, yeah, you know. It, but to... you worked with, I'm friends with Katie McMurray, and you worked with her father, Fred McMurray. Was he distant? Yeah. He seemed like distant. Well, well, Fred was reserved. And so we were just talking about mm-hmm. this the other day with a reserved, friend of mine. He was, yeah. a, he was a very kind of shy, Midwestern kind of guy. Again, Fred was an enormous star. You know, enormous. Like, mm-hmm. From all the movies that he did for Disney, The Absent Mind Professor, and Shaggy Dog, uh, Follow Me Boys, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Flubber. You know, so he he was, uh, in addition to the great movies of the his early career of Double Indemnity right. and The King of Mutiny, mm-hmm. you know, iconic movies. So so he was in a, another world. You know, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he's working with mm-hmm. a kid. I was never invited to go to social events with him. And he was very kind, mm-hmm. very, 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 but reserved. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was like the CEO yeah. of the corporation and I was a junior executive. I wasn't invited to his house for any, for any cocktail parties or anything. Anybody but, but you we were all, in awe of? Anybody I was in awe of? Well, yeah. you know, certainly we were in awe of Fred. I mean, because cause mm-hmm. Fred's reputation was, was enormous. Uh, I did work with Jerry Lewis once and when I was a kid. And, you know, that, that, that was like working with, you know, well, you know Jim Carrey today. If you're if uh-huh. you're a kid and got to work with somebody like that, so yeah, I was I was blown away. You know, just because Jerry was, uh, you know, was manic. <laughs> I think he had an I think he had a real affection for in, back in the day amphetamine uh, as part of his history, and you can look it up. But yes, he was extremely manic, and he was you know he wrote, he directed, and starred in all of his movies too, mo- most of them. Uh, so I was in a film called The Aaron Boy with him, and I, I recall him running around like a like a nut, <laughs> and uh, I remember him running in front of a camera once that was moving, and it and I plowed right into him and knocked him over, and I think he had to get stitches, in fact, because it, it he uh-huh. was, uh, you know, but he was up in a second and you know running around with blood trickling down, down his head. Well, we have probably about another thousand questions for you, but we got to run. We yeah. want to make sure everybody checks out Notorious Nick with our guest, the veteran actor, Barry Livingston, who's been a working actor for more than a half a century. Hey, Barry, congratulations on the film. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, Thank you, Barry. sir. Thank you, Jan. Thank you so much for having me. All right, good okay. stuff. We'll come back with a couple more guests, Rick Tittle and Jan Wall on Sports Byline.
This report is sponsored by IBM. Use of artificial intelligence is rapidly increasing, but for AI to improve our lives, it must be trustworthy. IBM's human-centered approach to AI puts ethical principles at the center of governed data and technology and fosters an open and diverse ecosystem. Recently, IBM was profiled in a report by the World Economic Forum as a leader in responsible AI. Seth Dobrin, Chief AI Officer, IBM. The benefits of AI for business stand to grow exponentially, but only if society trusts it. That's why IBM is working with businesses across the globe to bring products like Watson Studio together with the right practices and the right policies to allow businesses to adopt and scale AI safely and effectively. IBM believes that successful and trustworthy AI recognizes three principles. It augments human intelligence, data and insights belong to their creator, and these technologies are transparent and explainable. To learn more, visit ibm.com slash Watson slash trustworthy dash AI. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs 
enlightening. I know that sounds weird, but welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated nationally out of San Francisco, around the world on American Forces Radio Network with our good friend and film critic, Jan Wall. And we are welcoming our next two guests, and uh, it's Richard Allen and Taryn Gray. They are the creators of the award-winning Freedom Riders, the civil rights musical, and they have released an 18-song world premiere recording, which just came out about five days ago. Let's start with you, Richard. What's been the response so far? Um, I, I think it's um, it's been really great. You know, a lot of a lot of fans and folks have been waiting for this album for years, um, and we promised them years ago that we would do it at some point. And so I think for a lot of them, especially our super fans, um, they have the album on repeat, and they're just very excited that they they actually have the music in their hands. <laughs> Wow. Would you guys call this a traditional musical or would you say it's a, you know, uh, how do you define this kind of, this kind of project? Well, um, I think you know, for us, um, yeah. go ahead, Karen. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the things that's important to us is, is uh, that we've always talked about is actual is uh, it's radio ready music, which is basically the idea that each of these songs can live within the show uh, and storyline, but that they can also live separate as well, just as as uh, you know as as song tracks and, and numbers that can be listened to out of context. And, and uh, mm-hmm. Richard and I are both from the the pop music world, and so that was really important to us to create something that was. Uh, digestible to to to, a, to that audience, but also that fit within our story structure. So when you have a title like Freedom Writers, the civil rights musical, it can go in so many different directions. What is the plot about, please? Yeah, we follow, um, we actually follow both um, instances of the starts of the Freedom Rides. Um, and so we just, we kind of start at the end of the 12 writers and the beginning of the mutant writers and we follow them all the way through till they basically win um so that's kind of the plot um we kind of stick to the true story of what happens and we kind of give you a, a behind the scenes look uh, at not only the protest and the nonviolent direct action but also at um the politics that go along with it so tell people who the freedom writers were for those who don't know You want to take that, Terrence? Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, well, so the so the Freedom Riders, they were a group of activists in in uh, in 1961. Um, uh, a group of of mixed, um, both black and white, male and female, all all religions, uh, and they rode on buses together uh, through the South uh, because the South wasn't upholding the uh the anti-segregation laws within within um within their bus depots and so they rode on buses to basically bring the media's eye uh and their attention to the fact that the south was still um going against the uh anti-segregation laws richard what was it like when the late great john lewis was in your audience for this oh um it was frightening Uh, (laughs) Uh i mean i think in a way because because we um, we were telling his story, you know, and definitely mm-hmm. his story at the start of his career, and 
for us, we were just like, oh, oh, did we get this right? You know, um, he's going to watch it. Is he going to be like, nope, that didn't happen. Um, but at the same time, it was, it was kind of, he is a force. He was a force, you know, and um, it was super cool to have him in the audience because that man, like, so many people came up to him. He shook every hand. He met mm-hmm. with our cast members, shook every hand, you know, and he was like, he, he, he was an old dude. Um, and he was just so gentle and so nice and so complimentary. Um, and it was really cool because at the end he was like, you guys got it right. You know, you, you, oh. this is exactly as I remembered it. So it was oh my super gosh. cool. It was really cool. Oh. oh, that kills me. I mean, that's really huge to me anyway. It's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was huge oh. to us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an awesome moment. Sure. So I see this as a movie. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just yeah. so evocative and dramatic and has an incredible, you know, sort of story through. And at the end, as you said, if there is an end, uh, it's just uh, important. It's real life. It's what happened. For, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think that's one of the things that we're still kind of discovering is, you know, what does just want to really live as? Right now we think, oh, it's a musical going to Broadway. Um, you know, but it, it might turn out to be, there's so many movie musicals coming out now, maybe it'll turn into a film. You know, I think the next yeah. couple of months will be our determining factor of where it, where it lands ultimately. A couple more questions for Richard Allen and Taryn Gray, Freedom Riders, the Civil Rights Musical has just released an 18 song world premiere recording. And it's one thing, Richard, to make a, a you know, a show on something so poignant and important, but it is show business. If it's boring and the songs are bad, it doesn't matter how important the topic is. No one's going to go. So how did you put together such a, uh, um, you know, fantastic musical presentation with all original songs? Yeah, I mean, that you're right, you know, and uh, I think what we, the first thing is we realized that music was the soundtrack of, uh, of the civil rights movement. Literally, that it was the thing that inspired them every single day they used music to do and during their protest it was uh such a huge part of it so we knew that the music had to be super dynamic and we approached um i think a lot of musicals you approach kind of the show music holistically you're like okay what are we missing what are we trying to put in here and try to balance this out we've got to have this 11 o'clock number we threw all that out of out of the way we're like what we want is people to come and really be engaged with this story, but we also want people to jump to their feet and, you know, and have an amazing time with our music. We want people to start to sing the music in their seats. We want, we wanted an experience that was kind of different than what you get from Broadway shows today. So our approach to it, as Taryn said, was radio ready music. And I just start, we, we kind of just started to think about the songs that our parents like, my mom likes, you know, these Motown-inspired songs. Um, we thought about, you know, these also, we, we were thinking about the young kids as well, you know, what they would be in. So, you know, we have this song called The Lord, and it's acapella, and it's feisty, and it's, you know, rhythmic, and, you know, that tends to be the song that all young folks are just like, yeah, that's my jam. So we were really mm-hmm. thinking about the people who would be listening when we were writing the music. Hmm, how exciting. And you're going to Broadway with it, you said. Is that right? You know, 
Well, you know, that's that's definitely the goal. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a 21-person cast, so that, that mm-hmm. does, it limits us. Uh, it limits us in, in sort of where it can where it can live and and how it can live. Um, but the number is important to us because this is about a group of of you know what ended up being over 300 writers in history. And so to limit that down to you know like 12 12 people um, doesn't doesn't do doesn't doesn't do the legacy of these of these freedom writers justice. Like we have to get mm-hmm. across you know, to mm-hmm. an audience that this took uh, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of ordinary people, not a few extraordinary people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to make sure everybody checks it out from Broadway mm-hmm. records. It's called freedom writers, the civil rights, the musical, which is uh, brand new. We've been speaking to the creators, Richard Allen and Taryn Gray. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. Congratulations. Congratulations. What an exciting project. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're thank you. All right, and uh, Jam, we got a couple of minutes. When you think about soundtracks to, to musicals, mm-hmm. was there mm-hmm. one where you wore out the needle on it? Oh, my God, there were so many. Oh, gosh. Uh, I would say My Fair Lady, The King and I, you know, the traditionals. And then recently, Chicago. I mean, I love the music from Chicago. Also, Hairspray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that soundtrack. So, I mean, they're all over the place. And just this morning, I needed a little Christmas to get me going for the holidays time now. Mm-hmm. And so I put on the song from Mame. We need a little Christmas right this very minute. So, you know, that was on YouTube. So, I mean, I, I use it all the time. Yeah. And you can go for you. You can go for you can go for the Gentile holiday, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Um, Do you have one? I, I only have two soundtracks. Um, one is Grease, which I got. Mm-hmm. Um, Grease is great. And uh, the original Phantom of the Opera, I have that with. Absolutely um, beautiful. Yeah, um, with, um, yeah. what's the guy from my friend? Frank the, D'Ambrosio from the city? No, no, or, the, the no. goofy guy. Uh, oh, yeah, I know who you mean. Wait, I know. And he was in Hello, Michael. Dolly, Very Michael, Michael. Uh, oh, he was so weird in <laughs> He's that. Such but a he goof. was a great, you know, it was the best. Already ever got. Well, the thing about him, I can't, I can't remember his name, but anyway, mm-hmm. he. Um, let's see, Michael Crawford. Thank you, Crawford. That's right. Yeah. God, how could I forget? Michael that? Crawford. Mm-hmm. The thing about him, the, the Phantom, he had such a high, weird voice. So get ready mm-hmm. for this. So like a lot of times, I'd see Phantom and it'd be like, "I gave you my music," and he'd go, right. <laughs> and he went. I gave you my music. <laughs> and so that's the first way I ever heard it was Michael Crawford. Mm-hmm. So all these mm-hmm. other guys were like, you know, I gave you my music. I'm like, no, you sound yeah. like Raul. You don't sound like the Phantom. Because the Phantom was right. a little bit femme, I thought. A little bit. I don't know, though. When D'Ambrosio, who did it for like three years in a row in San Francisco, and I saw it a few times, and he was uh, kind of a studly, macho, Italian-type uh, phantom. So it can go ma- a lot of places, but what a soundtrack. What a score. Mm. Best thing Andrew Lloyd Webber ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I can't remember the name now of the guy who did it in San Francisco. Frank D'Ambrosio. Uh, no, there was another guy. He did it for like five oh. years in San Francisco. Alec Baldwin. Sure? Yeah, Alec Baldwin just had him on the podcast before he... Shot really? that lady. Yeah, gosh oh. darn it. He was oh. he's so good. Um and of course, you know, live radio. I I don't remember yeah. his name. I'll I'll I'll, I'll oh. bring it up next week. 
Okay, honey. What do you think of that? That's a cliffhanger, huh? <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger. All right. Well, we will take a we quick need break. A we'll come. Christmas right this very. Oh, sorry. I'll think about it during the break, and then we'll come back and we'll get a wreck from you. How about that? Oh, I got a great recommendation. Awesome. I'm Rick Tittle. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, that's 800-817-2968. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs>
be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, Rick Tittle back with you. Jen, I remembered the name of the phantom I saw in San Francisco. Go ahead. Davis Gaines. Oh, of course. Davis Gaines was wonderful. Yes. Oh, marvelous. All Good right. Man. It was killing me. Good okay. Good. okay. Give okay, us, give us a wreck. Okay, to see. Okay, there are some movies coming out for this holiday weekend. I am telling you, you cannot miss this, three of them. I'm going to just give you Belfast. Have you seen Belfast yet? I have not, no. You will love it. It's Kenneth Branagh's look at his own childhood in Belfast, Ireland of the 1960s, Time of Troubles. Uh, just a wonderful story, beautifully told, incredible acting. So that's called Belfast. Uh, the other one that I was uh, mentioning when we were talking to our earlier guest, um, uh, Barry Livingston, is uh, the Meet the Ricardos about Lucy and Ricky. Mm-hmm. And it's a fabulous, fabulous film and really gives you a sense of the 50s in Hollywood. And Lucy was fighting being called a communist by the House of Un-American Activities Committee. And it's the way she and Desi had to fight that. It's so interesting. So Meet the Ricardos and Belfast. Um, you know, it's interesting too, when you think about, uh, the, the, I mean, you're, you're too young to, uh, to remember it obviously, but, uh, the McCarthyism right. and, and all that, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, mm-hmm. why do you think that, uh, that, that Hollywood was, was, uh, so attacked? It was just such an easy target. It was an easy target. It was a famous target. There were a lot of famous people who had left wing ideals and ideas. And so it was really easy to get a lot of publicity for them. Also, they were an anti-Semitic group, the House of Un-American Activities Committee, and there were lots of Jews in Hollywood. So for all of those reasons, the other movie to see right now is House of Gucci. It's just really fun. It's long, but it's really dishy. You know what? It's funny because, like, Judd Apatow can't make a movie that's not two and a half hours. Um, what do you think about movies being too long? If, if too it's long. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it. I wish they cut them down. I mean, Just Right is, is the ones I was telling you about earlier. House of Gucci is too long. It's a half hour too long. However, it's so much fun that you really don't want to get up and go to the bathroom. I mean, you just want to have fun watching it. Wear but some underwear you, know, you can like depend on, right? What's that? Wear some underwear you can depend on. If you right, know what I right, mean. exactly. But I do not like it. I do right. not like it too long. Too long. All right, I got it right. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving Janie. You too, All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. As Americans head out on the road for the Thanksgiving holiday, the wide open road can be joyous, but the price of gas can be a real bummer. Scott Hayes is with the Toledo Refining Company. He tells Fox News the problem could be fixed in about five minutes if the president wanted to do so. Listen, the president has levers he can pull. He can set the biofuel mandate today. That's something he could do people would feel at the pump immediately. He could set it at a reasonable level consistent with uh, supply uh, and demand. He could set it at a level that within constraints that the infrastructure can handle. Waukesha Christmas Parade terror suspect and career criminal Daryl Brooks Jr. is being held on $5 million bail in a Wisconsin jail after prosecutors formally charged him with five counts of first-degree intentional homicide Tuesday. Since then, a child has died from their injuries, making an additional charge of murder a probability in the coming days.
USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot for Patriot VPN. Patriot VPN is a virtual private network service that uses military-grade encryption to protect your Internet connection on all of your devices. With Patriot VPN, your data and Internet privacy is secure anywhere in the world. Why do you need Patriot VPN? Cyber criminals, government, even your own Internet service provider collect and use your private information without your knowledge. Examples in the news recently, remember all the companies that have been hacked? Cuba censored the Internet to kill protests? Here in America, conservative groups are being actively targeted. Your personal information and Internet history is being sold by your ISP. It's all happening every day, but not with Patriot VPN. With Patriot VPN, your Internet activity and history is protected from prying eyes forever. Patriot VPN is a veteran-owned business right here in the USA. For business or your family, starting at only $6.95 a month, use code WAR and get three months free. With an annual subscription, it's all at PatriotVPN.com. That's PatriotVPN.com. The State Department announced Taiwan is among the 110 invitees in its upcoming democracy summit. Taiwan was invited to join other nations, including the United Kingdom and Japan, at the December 9th through 10th virtual summit. It should be noted the final list leaves out several U.S. partners, such as Turkey, a member of NATO. It's Thanksgiving at the Bidens. It's the first couple's first Thanksgiving as president and first lady. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. President Biden and the First Lady Jill Biden will be eating their turkey on Nantucket, which is a family tradition. They arrived there on Tuesday evening after some community service at the D.C. Central Kitchen. The Biden family has celebrated Thanksgiving on the tiny Massachusetts island since 1975. They only missed the trip last year because of the pandemic. And from the USA Radio News New England Bureau, I'm Chris Barnes. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A judge in Waukesha, Wisconsin, set bail at $5 million for Daryl Brooks, the man accused of driving his SUV into pedestrians at a Christmas parade, intentionally killing them. Brooks will face six counts of murder, with prosecutors announcing the death of an 8-year-old boy on Tuesday. The prosecutor announced Mr. Brooks' lengthy criminal record at his bail hearing. Prosecutor Ms. Hopper. As to bail recommendation, Your Honor, I'd like the court to be aware of a prior criminal history as it relates to Mr. Brooks. I can advise the court... uh, He has arrest record from three states to include Wisconsin, Nevada, and Georgia. Uh, Starting with uh, the state of Wisconsin, the record begins in 2000. Uh, There was a conviction in that year for substantial battery, party to a crime. A prison sentence was imposed but stayed for three years probation and six months condition time. 2002 conviction for possession of marijuana as a repeat offender, sentenced to 50 days in the House of Correction. 2003 misdemeanor conviction for resisting obstructing, sentenced to 20 days in the House of Correction. 2005, there's an arrest from Langlade County. Ultimately, he was convicted of a county ordinance violation for disorderly conduct. What's uh, remarkable about that is that he failed to pay the fine, so he was ordered to serve 30 days in jail on the non-payment. Mr. Brooks' criminal record continued on, as we don't have enough time to announce it all. 
We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome to the show. We are on hour two of three. Last live show of the week. We'll be rerunning some stuff. I always like it when they say best of tittle. Uh, it's really not. It's just a rerun that's handy. And I don't blame them uh, for doing that because it'd be kind of a pain in butt to be like, who were the best interviews? When was Rick really on? When was it engaging? When was there a fantastic segment? Let's take those three things and put them together because you know what? That might take a while. (laughs) It's much easier to just take a three-hour show and throw it on. So um, Now, you could say that I'm so beloved that uh, anything I do is the best of, but no one would say that. My little brother always says, you know, you're a Bay Area celebrity. I'm like... uh, I said, if I think if you live and die with sports talk, you might think that a little bit, but uh, no. Uh, and who is really a Bay Area celebrity? Tom Brady? Like most people, if you ask most people where Tom Brady was from, they would say Boston because he's got an Irish name and he plays for the Boston team, or at least he used to for 20 years. Probably go down something like that. All right. We have another two hours, and on the other side of this quick break now, we'll have Finesse Mitchell, stand-up comedian. He's at Cobbs right here in town. We'll also have Bassam Youssef, who is the most famous comedian out of Egypt. Um, At least I think so. He's got his remade in America. He's a political satirist. Remember Mark Russell on PBS? He'd theater in the round. He'd be like in... Alexandria or somewhere back in D.C. and he'd have a piano and he'd play a little piano song and he'd sing songs about Jimmy Carter and Reagan. Do you remember that? Is it just me? Mark Russell fans? Bow tie? I love Mark Russell. Uh, we'll all talk a little football with uh, Ken Thompson. We'll get into Rick's picks and Deuce McAllister, Super Bowl champ. He will join us at 1140 Pacific time. Big hello and salute to all the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. Doing a great job. Stay safe. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Finesse Mitchell on the other side. Come on back.
Microban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microban 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microban 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microban 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. 2080. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I need a holiday tech gift for my husband that will make his jaw drop at a price that won't drop mine. It's possible because Staples Connect is celebrating Black Friday all week with big savings on the hottest holiday tech. Right now, save up to $250 on the latest PCs. Plus, Apple AirPods Pro are just $179. Explore all the great Black Friday tech deals at staplesconnect.com slash Black Friday. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1127, limit two, in-store only. PC offer on select models. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. What you got, what you be gotten. Um, remember when I said I'd have Finesse Mitchell? Uh, he just called, and he's on a plane. And uh, Snake's on a plane. So we actually won't be having Finesse Mitchell. But if you're in town, check him out at Cobb's Comedy Club as he will be doing the Thanksgiving uh, run uh, over there. I really wanted to ask him about Sharkeisha. 
because he was the one who used to be like, my name is Sharkeisha. It's my birthday up in here. I want shrimp. Y'all got shrimp up in here. I guess you'll just have to get it from me. All right. By the way, um, I tweeted out some of the Wander Franco signed this 12 year, $223 million contract extension. And I just tweeted yesterday. Don't ever say the rays are cheap like the A's. And it's funny how many people say, oh, Rick, they're going to trade them. That's not the point. Dumbass. I got at least tens. Uh, you know, they're going to trade him. The richest contract my Oakland A's have ever given was $66 million to Eric Chavez. That's the, the highest contract they've ever given in their history. $66 million. And that was a long time ago. That was more than a decade ago. So, the, uh, you know they're going to trade him. That's not the point, stupid face. The point is the A's would never put themselves on the hook. Because here's the reality of it. If Wander Franco is not tradable, they're going to have to pay that money. They would never do it. They go, well, it's front-loaded. I'm, it doesn't matter if it's front-loaded, you dumb ass. Sorry, you dumb person. i got to stop saying ASS. You fool. It's just hilarious. Well, no, actually, one guy put, you know, Rick, actually the Rays are cheaper. Their payroll... Uh, was lower than ours, and they drew more fans. Well, first of all, don't brag that they drew more fans. And I'm not talking about the payroll. I'm saying now don't ever say they're cheap like the A's because that's just it. Um, by the way, just got a, a text from the people at uh, at Live Nation apologizing. Look, they it's not their fault. Look, comedians, like anybody, they're a little bit aloof. And I don't know Finesse Mitchell, and I'm not saying it's his fault, but I'm saying it's probably his fault because he's a performer and they, you know, can you do this interview? And it gets put uh, two weeks in advance, and then it's like, oh, yeah, you have this interview today. Oh, I'm on a plane. Like snakes. So, uh, anyway, don't feel bad over there at Live Nation. You're doing a great job. Uh, but anyway, so I put out this tweet, and it's got, 326 likes right now but I just every once in a while like during a break I might take a look at people who liked it and it's always a surprise sometimes when I say oh that person that person but most people they fall into two categories which is they like everything I say which is nice or I never heard of them but (laughs) this one guy I just love the Twitter bios and how many are spelled horribly wrong. Now, you got to remember, I'm kind of a soup Nazi when it comes to spelling. Grammar police, which I, which is what makes me mad whenever I tweet something. I'll, I'll immediately, the only tweets I've ever deleted in my life are ones where I misspelled something because I'm humiliated that I did. But I saw one the other day that I've never seen before. And it was, um, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, some things never go right. But it was one word, somethings. Not some things. Some things never go right, which I thought was funny. But this this one guy here, his Twitter bio says, I play poker and will watch any sport except the WNBA. I party all over California. Follow along on my adventures. 
<laughs> now he does have 757 followers. And I don't, I, I did actually um, do a show one time with somebody who's like, uh, how many Twitter followers do you have? I'm like, I don't know, 5,000 something. And he's like, yeah, I got 15K. And I was like, what? I have three times as many. And I'm like, do you really care about that type of thing? And he's like, uh, yeah, I have three times more. I was like, okay, good to know. You know, I, um, <laughs> I'll, uh, whatever. <clears throat> Let me look right now. How many do I have? 5,555. That's a nice, uh, even number right there. Anyway, one eight hundred eight seven a play. Yeah, no, uh, no finesse, uh, Mitchell. Uh, which is fine. That's good. And as I said, get out there and and check them out. Um, one little uh, piece of news too uh, from the uh, the world of the NFL, and that is, I'm going to be giving you uh, some uh, Rick's picks uh, coming up here. And uh, well, let's just start with some of the Thanksgiving games. The early one, the remember the Lions and the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. I don't know why. But the only time in my life I've ever watched football on Thanksgiving is when the Raiders play. So basically never. And this whole thing like, oh, Thanksgiving, the tryptophan kicks in and you watch football all day. Who's watching the Lions if you're not in Detroit? It's like, oh, it's a, it's a Thanksgiving tradition. And not in my house, not the house I grew up in. Hurry, kids, it's the Lions. <laughs> or it's, it's America's team. What do I care about a team in Texas? But the Lions will be taking on the Bears. Uh, Lions and Tigers and Bears, oh my. They'll be in Detroit, and I'm picking the Lions to finally frickin' win a game. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I'm picking the Lions to win. The um, Cowboys will be facing the Raiders. The Cowboys are favored by more than a touchdown, seven and a half. And um, the Cowboys are going to win this game, unfortunately for me, which means the Raiders will go on a, what is that, a four-game losing streak. The Raiders are so pathetic right now, so rudderless. Their good quarterback is mediocre at best. They're not doing anything right offensively. Defensively, I can't complain a lot. They're not setting the world on fire. But uh, defensively, and they have some schmucks, there's no doubt. But, uh, no, the Cowboys are going to be super PO'd anyway for how they played last week. So they're going to come in. The Raiders on the short week, on the road, playing a better team, on national television means loss. And then we get the night game, the Saints hosting the Bills. And this one is a little more interesting. Because both these teams are right around 500. Well, the Saints are at 5-5. Five and five, But the Bills at 6-4, and four, and the Bills aren't even in first place anymore. They're not even in first place. But still, the Bills are favored to win this. They're laying 6.5 to the Saints. And I know the Saints have problems at quarterback and... It's funny, they gave Taysom Hill all that money, and then when Jameis Winston goes down, they said, here you go, Trevor Simeon. It's like, what? I thought, why did you give Taysom Hill all that money? Remember, they're like, oh, they're not. They're going to draft somebody to replace Drew Brees, or are they going to keep Jameis Winston? They go, no, no, we're giving Taysom Hill all this money. Oh, so he's the quarterback of the future. No, we just like him. <laughs> 
you want him to just keep doing his slash stuff? And it's like, yeah. And uh, if we need an emergency punter, we'll throw him in as well. It's like, okay. So the Saints win this. I'm picking all the home teams in this. Uh, by the way, the Bears uh, are uh, the underdogs. Or I should say the Lions are the underdogs because they're 0-9-1 and the Bears have won three games. Khalil Mack out for the season. I just think it's finally time that the Lions win a game. So Lions, Cowboys, Saints, them's my picks. More Rick's picks on the other side. Come on back. Anders geben, diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen, bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 
That's 800-251-0427. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Going commando with you. Coming up in the next segment, Bassam Youssef, who, if you're Egyptian right now, it would be basically like me saying, coming up next, Brad Pitt. I was just telling somebody here at work, the first time I had Joe Coy, who is now so big, he does theaters. You know, he's like Bill Burr or Jim Gaffigan, uh, one of those guys. And, but when he came in, he's sitting in studio and, and it was hard for me not to say joy coy. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And then he took a bunch of selfies and everything. But I remember telling um, a couple of my Filipino friends and they were like, ah, you had Joe Coy. I can't believe it. And so there were about, I got, that's the only time I've ever asked for four tickets free. And uh, the great Andrea did me up. And I gave them to these two couples, and they took pictures with them after. And they basically, I was the conquering hero. It was like the greatest night of their lives, basically. Well, one of the greatest nights of their lives. And then even when I had Rex Navarrete, who's a San Francisco comedian, he's also a Filipino icon, and they're like, you know, no. I don't know him. He was on my show. And uh, so anyway, my point is, and it's not just, you don't have to be Egyptian to appreciate possum Yusuf. That's exactly not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you are, if you are Egyptian, I don't think it gets much bigger than him. What about King Tut? All right. See, I can, I can, <laughs> I can be the redneck myself. Totally myself. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, R-I-X-P-I-X. By the way, um, I go into the break, and Dominic says, wow, you're picking the Saints. I can't believe it. And I'm like, no, I picked the Bills. He goes, you just said you're taking the three home teams. I'm like, I wouldn't pick the Saints. He goes, you just said that. Uh, So, no, I'm not picking the damn Saints. (laughs) So, you literally cannot believe a word I say is what I'm trying to, because I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Now that's bad. <clears throat> it's like in Notting Hill when Hugh Grant, when Julia Roberts says, why did your uh, wife divorce you? And he said, because she could see right through me. And she said, that's not good. I always wondered about that line. They kind of just escaped that. I'm like, why would he say that? Why did your wife divorce you? Because I suck. That's not good. All right, um, morning games on Sunday. Um, Falcons at Jags. Ugh. By the way, if you, this is what they call OTB in betting or off the board, but they can't take an NFL game off the board. They can do that with a lot of other stuff. 
you know, like Heisman voting, uh, things like that. But you can't go OTB. They'd like to. So what they do is they just say PK, which means pick them, which means we, we wash our hands of this game. We, we don't know. The Jags suck, but the Falcons don't impress. <laughs> you know, so what do you, it's basically Vegas saying, what do you want from us or AC? Like, I can't, I can't help you here. Flip a damn coin. And I will. And once again, I'm going to take Daniel Ogden's Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dolphins will face the Panthers. And this is another uh, game that uh, I don't want to watch. Honestly, I don't even want to watch the Raiders, but I have to because I'm a fan. It's always funny when people say, Rick, they left Oakland. How can you still be a fan? We'll be like if my brother moved to Vegas. Screw you, man. You left. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'd still care about him. It's like, Rick, uh, I need money. I need I need bail. Screw you, man. You left. If you would have stayed in Oakland, I would have stayed a fan. I'm always saying like I can't compare uh, teams to romantic relationships because that's the way I usually do. What if your girlfriend left you for a guy in Vegas? I don't really think of, you know, at the time, Mark Davis and John Gruden and Derek Carr as girlfriends. That's a little hard for me to make that comparison. It's a lot hard. It's impossible. Dolphins will beat the Panthers at home. And uh, I think Tua will have an okay game. Dolphins safe, Tua. Ha, ha, ha. Anybody ever make that joke? Because he plays for the Dolphins. Dolphins safe, Tua. Bueller, Dominic, anyone? No. He's <laughs> in a reaction. Then again, I can't even remotely make fun of a Pacific Islander's name because then it's going to look racist, right? And I just did. All right. It's, uh, I don't know, Dolphin safe to a, I, I've just, I'm, I said it again. What am I going to do? The Texans and the Jets. This is the toilet bowl of the entire season. Both teams, two and eight. Two and eight. Not Dolphin safe Texans. And the Texans rose up and beat the very disappointing, choking Titans, who I believe the Titans also lost to the Jets. Those were their two losses. So these are the vanquishers of the New York Jets. Do I pick the Texans at home? You know what? I I will. I'll pick the Texans at home. Who is it? Joe Flacco again for the Jets? I think it is, right? Wow. No. Oh, he got COVID, so it's uh, White again? Who's their quarterback? Oh, Wilson's healthy again. Oh, I thought he was still out. Okay. Josh Johnson out of Oakland Technical High School, the cousin of Marshawn Lynch. Right? I think so. Wow. It's just, you know, you think about how hard it is to get to the big leagues, right? And how many All-American baseball players and and high school all-stars and state players. Look at the NBA. They only have two rounds of a draft, and half of them are Europeans now, right? And yet in the NFL, we can't find a damn quarterback. How many many quarterbacks are out there in college football? You know, there's over 100 Division I programs. 
and you think you can't find a guy to take a snap? No, you don't. Um, so I'll take the Texans at home. Why not? As I said, if two mediocre teams are playing each other, take the home team. The Giants and the Eagles, this is where I'm going to go against it because you'd say they're both mediocre. Well, the Eagles have two more wins, and the Eagles have been playing really well lately. Now, they're 5-6. and six. Don't sell the farm, but the Giants are pathetic, and the Giants fired their offensive coordinator and so who knows gonna, who's going to be calling plays. I think Dick Hurts will be calling plays. So is it Freddie Kitchens? I don't know. That was the rumor. Uh, I'll take the Eagles on the road in that divisional game. And then the Eagles will be 6-6, six and six and everybody in Philly will be like, woo, playoffs, here we come. The Bengals will be taking – that's the name of their cheerleaders, by the way, the Bengals. That's a pretty good name. I wonder if the Rams cheerleaders are still the Embraceable U's, which was a song from 1940, except it was E-W-E, the Embraceable U's. You can't embrace a girl now. That's sexual assault. Creepy at best. I remember going to the Renaissance Fair when I was a kid, and there was a thing called Drench a Wench, and you had a wet sponge and a crossbow, and these girls, like, I don't know, six of them sat on haystacks, and you shot, you paid a dollar, and you shot it, and if the sponge hit them, you got to kiss them. Can you believe that? That's when I was 14. That was 1979. And uh, some guys would walk over them, be give a like, like real quick, get the tongue in there. And someone would just be like on the cheek. Now they'd be classified as not only sex workers, but <laughs> kidnapped sex workers. And the funny thing was, <clears throat> even in 1979, in the spirit of equality, the next year I went back in 1980 when I was 15, they had Soak a Bloke, which was six guys, and all six guys looked like Henry VIII. And guess how long that line was? Zero. How many girls? They would just give you, you want a dollar? Just take the dollar. I never saw one girl try to shoot a 300-pound guy dressed as Henry VIII. But yeah, drench a wench. Man, first of all, even calling them wenches would get the whole Renaissance Fair shut down at this point. There's got to be video of that on YouTube somewhere. Somebody remembers that. But, you know, I was 14. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was when I was 14, I'm not stepping up to drench a wench in front of my mom and dad. And, you know, he's got these buxom girls. At, at that time, when you're 14, if a girl was 20, it was like she was 50, Right. Anyway, Bengals, Steelers, Bengals at home. The Bengals coming off a victory over the Raiders where the Raiders just beat themselves over and over again with stupid penalties, stupid penalties, stupid penalties. I like the Steelers on the road here because the Bengals did not impress me whatsoever. I'm going to go for the Steelers on this one in a little bit of an upset. Because the Bengals are favored by four and a half. Who'd have thunk it? All right, we got more picks. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with Bassem Youssef on the other side.
Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. You and your phone have been through a lot this past year. It's been your lifeline to the world. And now some big wireless company is telling you you got to buy a new phone from them and sign their contract? They don't control you. With TrackPhone Wireless, you can keep the phone, number, and network you already have. Already got a 5G phone? Keep that too. Because TrackPhone runs on America's best networks now with 5G nationwide. Plus, we've got unlimited talk and text smartphone plans starting at just 20 bucks. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. 5G nationwide access requires a 5G-capable device. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Our uh, friends over at Raleigh Goodnights uh, have comedian Bassam Youssef uh, this weekend, and we're very happy to have him on the line right now. Bassam, welcome to the show. And I 
saw that Time Magazine once called you one of the most influential people in the world. And so have, have you used that influence for, for good or evil? I'm trying to sell tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. So I hope like if Time 100 can make me one of the most influential, I hope they're influential in selling tickets in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm actually very excited to be there. I'm a little bit uh, worried that uh, not a lot of people know me in North Carolina but uh, I, I, I hope they come to the show. Well, you know, it's, I'm always say, I always say comedy comes from intelligence. Like you don't have, stand-up comedians who are successful are, are very smart, but you take it to the next level because you are a, a doctor and a, a surgeon uh, as well. So are there people in your family who say you should be in an operating room, or how does that all work out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, when uh, when I was a doctor, I hated being a doctor. I was I spent 19 years of my life as a medical student, as a medical doctor, but I hated every minute of it. I always tell people I was a heart surgeon, but my heart wasn't in it. <laughs> but it is what's expected of you in the Middle East, right? Because in the Middle East, you're expected to be one of three things, a doctor, an engineer, or a disappointment. So I chose kind of like the medical part. And, and, uh, and this is what you do. You kind of, I think this is kind of like the problem with adult life, uh, that you get kind of get locked into a certain life or career because you don't know any better. And then the, when the revolution happened, I found myself going into comedy and I kind of, I, it's, and at that time, at that time, I actually got accepted in a fellowship in Cleveland, right? So I don't know, did I leave medicine because I wanted to be a comedian? or I hated medicine, or I didn't really want to go to Cleveland. So I think it's up to debate. <laughs> do they, in uh, Egypt, do you also have to take the Hippocratic Oath? Oh, yeah, we do, we do. Uh, Hippocratic, hypocritic, it's, it's the same. But uh, I did, uh, I did say that, and uh, yeah, and I think I, uh, no, I didn't, I think I didn't keep it up. <laughs> Maybe, but like, I, th- I tell people, you know, because of, I left medicine, and I became a comedian, and because of that decision, many more people are alive today. So maybe it's all for the good of, uh, of the world, you know? It's, uh, I, I, I kind of spared people some of my medical practices, and people are alive today. Thank God. What is it like when, I mean, you come to America, and, and, and Harvard, and Stanford, and Cal, all these colleges, they, they want you to come and, uh, and, and be a part of things, right? Yeah, I mean, like I when I when I when in my earlier transition to the United States was a little bit bumpy because I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was the biggest star in the Middle East, and then everything was taken away from me because of political reasons. And now I'm here in a country that nobody really knows who you are. Uh, it, it, it was kind of like a very interesting fall from from grace, but it wasn't because I had bad rating; it was just because I was politically canceled. So when I came here in the beginning, first two three years, I did the kind of like the college circle. I, I you know I gave speeches. I I was a fellow. I was speaking about my experience. But I I thought I, I couldn't just like go on like this. I need to reinvent myself again. I need to do comedy. But what can I do in a saturated um, field with million like hundreds of satirists? Uh, they don't need someone from Egypt to do it. So I thought I need a different um, path or a different way to tell my story through comedy, through stand-up comedy. So I taught myself how to do stand-up comedy in English, in my second language, so an audience that don't know me. And it was hard, it was interesting, it was scary, but it was very, very fulfilling to kind of break into that kind of art in your second language. And this is how I came to be now a touring comedian in less than three years. 
So it's been quite an interesting journey for me. And the fact that like I have now a tour dates where every weekend I'm in a different city in the United States has been something that's uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy that I'm, I'm doing that. No, it's really amazing. And for people who don't know, you were, as they like to say, we like to compare, and comparing doesn't always yeah. work, but the, the John Stewart of Egypt, and you had uh, President uh, Mohamed Morsi on your back. Um, you were arrested for insulting not just him, but, but Islam, and uh, it was getting to the point where it was getting pretty scary for you there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, the Islamists hated me. The, the military detested me. Everybody kind of like came after me. So the Islamists hated me when they were in power, and the military hated me when they were in power. It's always, I always say, it's either like, people get you through two big things, patriotism and religion. And this is why I say uh, small people hide behind big ideas, because they can't really fend for themselves with their own ideas. So behind, behind the flag, behind the religion, behind the prophet, behind the, a book, behind whatever, because they can't really have the ability to... Um, face criticism, so they hide behind stuff that like nobody can talk about. So it's patriotism, whatever mad patriotism means, religion, whatever religion means, identity, whatever identity means. And this is why comedy comes in and they kind of um, uh, dismantle these big ideas and we, we, we dissect them like a doctor and we make fun of them. And that's why they hate it. <laughs> and uh, you, by the way, we are speaking with uh, Bassem Youssef. He is at uh, Raleigh Goodnights uh, there in uh, Tobacco Road. When in Cairo, you talk about revolution in, in basically 10 years ago now, but uh, the Tahrir Square, the Battle of the, the Camel, the, the protesters on the police holiday, uh, you, you were there and you were assisting the wounded, right? Yes. I, I, at that time, I was a doctor and... Uh, Many of us went to help the uh, people who were injured in these clashes. And through this experience, I kind of, you know, you know, I came to understand what this is all about, you know. Uh, and uh, I used comedy to, um, uh, to express myself. And the thing is with comedy, it's uh, a lot of people don't like comedy. People in the world don't like comedy because the way that they want to control you is through fear, right? So when you do comedy, when you make fun of, of those people, uh, that doesn't work because you cannot be afraid of something. Uh, you cannot be afraid of something that you're making fun of. If you're laughing at something, that doesn't scare you anymore. So that's why comedy becomes a threat. And this is why here in America, even people, uh, you know, call comedians all kinds of names uh, because they are making fun of the status quo. They're making fun of the people who use fear and intimidation. Mm-hmm. And and for you, from what I understand, you know, some people there they had to go into exile, and all they do is pine for the old days. You you really don't miss Egypt a whole lot, right? Well, I have to say, in the in the first couple of years, I was having to struggle with this, mm -hmm. uh, but I decided to not lock myself into this mindset because, as you said, people are still locking themselves like ten years ago, twenty eleven, twenty twelve. And I need to move forward. I cannot just like reminisce about what happened in the past. I need to look forward. And and comedy is always a reflection of truth. My truth in Egypt was that I was a part of this revolution. I was a part of Egypt when everything was happening, when I couldn't be there anymore. Now I'm an immigrant in the United States, and that comes with a whole different set of expectations, all different sets of, of facts. And now my comedy here reflects my status here as an immigrant who had to 
go through certain things in Egypt and then come here to face totally different truth in America. So even my stand-up comedy is not really like your regular like punchline, like set up set up punchline. It is basically my whole story. It's like a more of a storytelling slash stand-up comedy. That's why it's a little bit different. I talk about my time as a doctor, my time in the Revolution East, and my time when I come here in America in the most interesting times in American history. And this is why it is, um, I enjoy uh, traveling and telling these stories to people. And people relate to it. You don't have to be Middle Eastern to relate to my story. You don't have to be a person of color. A lot of people come from different places and backgrounds and enjoy the story because it's, it, they can relate to it. And you live out in the Bay Area now, out of here, right? No, no, no. I live in uh, in Los Angeles. I need to update my Wikipedia page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, <do that. laughs> I, I live in Los Angeles. Well, for for uh, as far as um, uh, Egyptians go, you're walking down the street, and then on the other side is Mo Salah. Where where do Egyptians go? Do they go to you or Mo Salah oh. first? I will go to Mo Salah myself. I will actually <laughs> run. I will lead the charge to run behind Mosala to get his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when, uh, you know, it, it's funny, you, you mentioned, um, you know, being an immigrant and, and you're you're in the Carolinas right now. And how is uh, how have people treated you? How have they responded to you? Is, are some places better than the others? Or what, what would you say? Well, 99% of the time, people are lovely mm-hmm. and they respond very well. A couple of times, People would walk out of the of the show when they don't when they hear a joke that they don't like, mm. or they they find it like you know um, they don't like it because it goes against their political views, which it's fine. I, I had Americans, uh, a couple of Americans walk out, a couple of Egyptians walking out. Uh, it seems that they kind of Egyptians and Americans are uh, more have more in common than we think. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But- I'm about 10 years older than you, and I remember as a kid, you know, it was all about Anwar Sadat and Jimmy Carter having the peace talks and everything. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he was like the iconic guy at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very charismatic. (laughs) A dictator, but still charismatic. Right. And, and and also, I think, too, uh, you know, Americans, and I, I hate to put us down because I am one, but... You know, they, they they think of the Middle East, and then you say, oh, I'm from Egypt, and they think, oh, pyramids, the the Egyptians are cool, and it's, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's funny that you say that, because I make fun of that the whole time. I uh-huh. say, like, we, as, me, me, I, as an Egyptian, I take a very unfair advantage of this. So every time there's a bombing somewhere, it's like, oh, are, are these you people? It's like, oh, no, those Arabs, they're in the news. We're pharaohs. We're a new Bible. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, off the hook. We can use that the whole time. I even tell you, I even tell people, listen, you know, Egypt is a magical place somewhere between Narnia and Atlantis. We do not belong to all of that kind of like geography that you think about. We're just like <laughs> a magical place. We're in cartoons. For most Americans, Egypt is like Cleopatra and pyramids and Michael Jackson singing, remember <laughs> the time. So that is basically Egypt for most Americans. And I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like nobody wants to be related to uh, killing incidents. Right. So it's cool. Well, I remember um, <laughs> sure, the British Museum, all the mummies, and then in Berlin I went to the Egyptische Museum. They had Nefertiti, you know. There's always this, yeah. this this mysticism around it. I know, and it's kind of like, you know, it, 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 it's a little bit unfair on so many levels because we are being unfair, kind of like not treating ourselves to Arabs, and now Africans coming in to take us, oh, you know what, the pharaohs, that was ours. It's like, guys, listen, you have to fix your problems with white people. Leave our <laughs> heritage to us, please. 
Oh, man. Everybody, make sure to check out Bassam Youssef at Raleigh Goodnights. Go to goodnightscomedy.com to get tickets. And, uh, uh, Bassam, when you're back in San Francisco, we'd love to have you in studio, man. I would love to. I would love I was actually in San Jose last weekend. I was in the San Jose Improv doing the, I had five shows there in the last weekend. But, you know, next time. We'll get you next time. Bassam Youssef, everyone. Raleigh Goodnights. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760. 800 306 1760. That's 800 306 1760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800 215 Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Um, the bo- the Bossom Yusuf story. I mean, it's just I've I've interviewed comedians for years and years and years. There's no one that has his background. <clears throat> going to the University of Cairo, going to medical school, and then being a cardiothoracic surgeon. Uh, then being a member of the Royal College of, Surve- uh, of um, Surgeons in England. He uh, did lung transplant- transplants in Germany. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> he was a heart surgeon, but his heart wasn't in it. But um, it was 10 years ago, inspired by the revolution in Egypt, that he started this, uh, this TV show, and he called it the, uh, the Be Positive Show. And the B positive show because that was his blood type. Aha, get it? <clears throat> and they were, fi- as I say, John Stewart. John Stewart was bankrolled by Comedy Central and had big guests. This was he did five minute shows, and he put them on YouTube. And in three months, he had millions and millions of uh, fo- of, of followers. And he did the show in his laundry room with uh, one uh, camera. And um, and then of course the, uh, you know, anything he said, he got, uh, you know, they sent the police to arrest him at one point and the president Mohammed Morsi, and then, uh, he was arrested for crimes against Islam. And, uh, when he bailed, he actually went to, uh, Dubai. He had to, uh, escape the country, but. So, you know, sometimes we think like, uh, oh, you know, people always say America is a police state. I mean, look, America has problems. But try try a foreign country once in a while. Goodness gracious. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. America, love it or leave it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. As Americans head out on the road for the Thanksgiving holiday, the wide open road can be joyous, but the price of gas can be a real bummer. Scott Hayes is with the Toledo Refining Company. He tells Fox News the problem could be fixed in about five minutes if the president wanted to do so. Listen, the president has levers he can pull. He can set the biofuel mandate today. That's something he could do people would feel at the pump immediately. He could set it at a reasonable level consistent with uh, supply uh, and demand. He could set it at a level that within constraints that the infrastructure can handle. Waukesha Christmas Parade terror suspect and career criminal Daryl Brooks Jr. is being held on $5 million bail in a Wisconsin jail after prosecutors formally charged him with five counts of first-degree intentional homicide Tuesday. Since then, a child has died from their injuries, making an additional charge of murder a probability in the coming days. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot for Patriot VPN. Patriot VPN is a virtual private network service that uses military-grade encryption to protect your Internet connection on all of your devices. With Patriot VPN, your data and Internet privacy is secure anywhere in the world. Why do you need Patriot VPN? Cyber criminals, government, even your own Internet service provider collect and use your private information without your knowledge. Examples in the news recently, remember all the companies that have been hacked? Cuba censored the Internet to kill protests? Here in America, conservative groups are being actively targeted. Your personal information and Internet history is being sold by your ISP. It's all happening every day, but not with Patriot VPN. With Patriot VPN, your Internet activity and history is protected from prying eyes forever. Patriot VPN is a veteran-owned business right here in the USA. For business or your family, starting at only $6.95 a month, use code WAR and get three months free. With an annual subscription, it's all at PatriotVPN.com. That's PatriotVPN.com. The State Department announced Taiwan is among the 110 invitees in its upcoming democracy summit. Taiwan was invited to join other nations, including the United Kingdom and Japan, at the December 9th through 10th virtual summit. It should be noted the final list leaves out several U.S. partners, such as Turkey, a member of NATO. It's Thanksgiving at the Bidens. It's the first couple's first Thanksgiving as president and first lady. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. President Biden and the First Lady Jill Biden will be eating their turkey on Nantucket, which is a family tradition. They arrived there on Tuesday evening after some community service at the D.C. Central Kitchen. The Biden family has celebrated Thanksgiving on the tiny Massachusetts island since 1975. They only missed the trip last year because of the pandemic. And from the USA Radio News New England Bureau, I'm Chris Barnes. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A judge in Waukesha, Wisconsin, set bail at $5 million for Daryl Brooks, the man accused of driving his SUV into pedestrians at a Christmas parade, intentionally killing them. Brooks will face six counts of murder, with prosecutors announcing the death of an 8-year-old boy on Tuesday. The prosecutor announced Mr. Brooks' lengthy criminal record at his bail hearing. Prosecutor Ms. Hopper. As to bail recommendation, Your Honor, I'd like the court to be aware of a prior criminal history as it relates to Mr. Brooks. I can advise the court... uh, 
He has arrest record from three states to include Wisconsin, Nevada, and Georgia. Uh, starting with uh, the state of Wisconsin, the record begins in 2000. Uh, there was a conviction in that year for substantial battery, party to a crime. A prison sentence was imposed but stayed for three years probation and six months condition time. 2002 conviction for possession of marijuana as a repeat offender, sentenced to 50 days in the House of Correction. 2003 misdemeanor conviction for resisting obstructing, sentenced to 20 days in the House of Correction. 2005, there's an arrest from Langlade County. Ultimately, he was convicted of a county ordinance violation for disorderly conduct. What's uh, remarkable about that is that he failed to pay the fine, so he was ordered to serve 30 days in jail on the non-payment. Mr. Brooks' criminal record continued on, as we don't have enough time to announce it all. We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. It's a big deal that Cincinnati is in the CFP top four now, that they chimed in at number four. And they have to beat the East Carolina Pirates to close out their regular season, who are not a complete pushover, but what a choke that would be if they don't do it. And then, um, if you think about it, that'll set up a AAC championship game for the ages. Uh, and um, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll see how happens after that. But how do you knock them out of the top four once they get in? Now, they still have to be concerned because if Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia and the potential of a one-loss Big 12 champion because then you got to take Alabama and Georgia, and then you got to take Ohio State, and then does Cincinnati still get in? I don't know, but they're in a good spot. But, I mean, you look at Michigan. Notre Dame is sitting behind Michigan, and the big problem for them is they don't have a championship weekend. And, oh, they're going to throttle Stanford. You know who just throttled Stanford? Cal. 
That's not the least bit impressive. They probably won't even put up the same amount of yards because Stanford's going to get some pride, and they're not going to get stomped on two weeks in a row like that. They'll lose, but they're not going to give up 600-whatever yards, right? So a second factor of Cincinnati and Michigan ahead of Notre Dame. So if Michigan beats Ohio State and wins the Big Ten, then there's no way Notre Dame can jump the Wolverines. And if Cincinnati loses to Houston in that title game, then that'll be considered a good loss. And would that be enough to nullify the tiebreaker because we know Cincinnati beat Notre Dame? And then, oh yeah, Oklahoma State is nipping at their heels. So I know when you think about uh, Notre Dame, you're like, well, you got to put them in there. No, you don't. You, You really don't. All right, coming up after the break, we're going to check in with J.D. Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com, and we'll talk a little football with him. Deuce McAllister coming up in about a half hour. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. vehicle ready for holiday travel? O'Reilly Auto Parts can help you save on your next oil change. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate when you buy five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $32.95. Plus, earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut, skin-on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. 
visitagainstthenumber.com. That's againstthenumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Ah, the clock on the wall says 11-12 Pacific time, and that's when we check in with one of the prognosticators from AgainstTheNumber.com, which is... A highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. And joining us from againstthenumber.com is... J.D. Sharp. Does that stand for just damn sharp? Absolutely. No, it doesn't. It's my, <laughs> it's my, it's my first and my last name. Uh, my, you know, my initials are J and D, and then uh, I just had sharp. Uh, I would consider myself a relatively sharp better, but it's not just it's not just us. A conversation, or it's not just a name that applies to sports betting. It also applies to a number of different uh, things that, that I'm kind of involved in in the, in the radio space, if you will. Very well. Let's start off with those Thanksgiving games. And uh, as we know, the Lions and Cowboys always play. I, I don't know why, but they do. The Lions are at home to the Bears, and this is a, an ugly game. Um, and the Bears have three wins. The Lions have zero. I, I almost see this as a pick em, though, and I, I'm leaning towards Detroit to finally get off this schneid. It's just a hunch. How do you see it? Uh, in Detroit, actually, Jer- Jared Goff is relatively accurate. He doesn't score points, but he's got about a 66% completion percentage. DeAndre Swift had 136 yards last week, I believe, on 20 carries. So the offense can actually do a couple of things. Allen Robinson didn't play last week. Um, the-, the defense actually isn't that bad. They've played a couple of teams relatively close. I think the Lions can actually win this game outright, Rick. I agree with you on that one. Let's go to the second game, the Cowboys hosting the Raiders and. Uh, my Raiders have looked absolutely pathetic the last three weeks. Uh, this is a short week. It's on the road. It's national TV. And I remember the last time they went to Dallas, Miles Austin had a field day. I'm not liking the, <laughs> the Monmouth product. That's but, right. Very good. I'm not liking. Yeah. I'm not liking the Raiders in this at all. This Raiders team. You, you look at Carr the first. And I'm actually I'm, I'm based out of Las Vegas personally, so I've got a, a decent amount of knowledge about it. But you look at Carr the first four games of the season. He actually he actually was on pace to break the passing record, yep. the, the NFL passing yards record. Um, since then, they just can't get into the end zone. And obviously, Rugs, you know, doing what Rugs did, which was despicable, by the way. But him doing that, um, it, it really messed up their offense because they don't have that. You know, even when Rugs, because you know he was great at Alabama, but he played with Jerry Judy, he played with Devontae Smith, obviously. But even when Rugs wasn't getting the ball, he ran he ran that four two seven. He was so fast that. As a DK, as a decoy, he opened up the, the middle of the field for a Darren Wall or for a Josh Jacobs. Now they replaced him with Deshaun Jackson. You saw how that first catch went where oh, he caught that ball, and, and for he, some reason he decided to run sideways instead of straight into the end zone, yeah. and he ended up fumbling. And so the team is just not getting into the end zone. 
And the, the pass rush was really good for the first probably six or seven weeks with Max Crosby at a couple of big games. He's getting held consistently. They're not, they're not calling it. But the Raiders are just really discombobulated right now. And I don't think the NFL necessarily wants them to succeed for a number of different reasons. Obviously, we know about the Dr- Gruden situation. And I, I could definitely see the Cowboys, especially if Amari Cooper plays this week. You know, he was out last week for COVID. Um, and we saw how, how the game was uh, with, with the Chiefs where Dak – Dak looked more like Wack Prescott, in my personal opinion, is his evil twin brother. But uh, I could I could see the Cowboys if Cooper plays with Gallup and Ceedee Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott. I could see them them beating the Raiders by you know, 15, 15 plus points. To be honest with you, Rick. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. The Saints and the Bills, the night game in the Big Easy. The Bills probably can't believe they're six and four. They think they're a lot better than that, but that's their record. The Saints at five and five, completely decimated. With injuries, uh, got to go for the road team in this matchup. What do you think? Yeah, yeah this game shouldn't be close. Josh Allen is still having uh, probably a top five MVP season. Uh, Kam- you know, Kamara, <clears throat> I believe he's back, but he, he doesn't look good. Seaman uh, doesn't have a lot of weapons. The Bills have a have a, a fantastic defense. I would actually, I mean, especially against the pass, I would actually look at the Bills and the under here. And I don't, I don't parlay very often, but I would seriously consider, especially a Bills money line play with the under a parlay, a two-team parlay. You know, I always like it when I see a pick em game. It's just basically Vegas saying, you know what, we, we don't know. We don't even we don't even. Right, care. we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even care. Just flip a coin, and that's Jags hosting Falcons. And, and when, I, when I look at a pick em, I just take the home team. What do you think? This Falcons team, Kyle Pitts has had a pretty good year. Trevor Lawrence hasn't had a great year. Ryan is actually still relatively accurate. Um, I think the Falcons should win this game going away. They should win by by seven plus. The Jags they've got you know James Robinson's okay at running back, but they don't really have a lot of wide receiver. Josh Allen's had a pretty good year defensively, but their secondary is, is porous at best. Yeah, I think the Falcons win this game pretty easily. The Texans host the Jets. How do you, as a professional prognosticator, even approach this? Because that this would have been one that even if the Texans hadn't surprised the Titans last week. It still would be hard to select, but you know the Jets—they're—they're—they've got the quarterback carousel going on with all their injuries. The Texans' coach is somebody you never heard of and might get fired before you even learn his name. <laughs> so, how the hell do you break down a two and eight out of two and eight? Honestly, in a game like this, I would imagine that the average sports better, unless they're a big Jets fan or a Texans fan, and there's really not too many, unless you've got some some serious. You know, old school Joe Namath guys or JJ Watt guys—they're not going to take the side. They're, they're going to just—they're just going to bet the under. And so I would just—this is a contrarian play. This is just based on public money, most likely being on the internet. I would—I would just bet the over. That's how I would approach this game. You'd bet the over. I would bet the over because I believe there's going to be a lot of money on the under. Oh. And Mike White's shown some capability. Uh, Flacco—I don't. My, my, I know he's not starting, but Flac, Flacco's actually played okay. And Tyrod Taylor had two rushing touchdowns last week in that win over the Titans. So the, I mean, both these offenses can produce if the defense isn't playing well, and I don't see either defense playing that well. Let me ask you about this one, because this is a little more interesting uh, with the Bengals hosting the Steelers. The, the Bengals didn't impress me against the Raiders. The Raiders kind of beat themselves, but still they won that game in the end. They had, yeah. more, they had more moxie. The, the Steelers at 5-4-1 and one on the road, and um, I, I think the, the sour taste in my mouth with the Bengals is still there, and I'm looking for the Steelers to, to win this one in Cincy, and it is a divisional matchup. What do you think? 
I'd probably look at the under here. Uh, the, the Bengals D has actually played really well uh, against the pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roethlisberger has looked better the last couple of weeks, but the, the Steelers defense is able to, to lock down some corners. Now, if somebody like a Joe Hayden is hurt, or a Minka Fitzpatrick, or a Cameron Sutton, if, if they have injuries, in the, I mean, is T.J. Watt playing, do you know? Uh, from what I heard, he's not. So, yeah, if that's if that's the case, because you look at the Bengals, I mean, Mixon had 125 yards last week. He's a top-five rusher in the NFL right now. They've got T. Higgins, they've got Tyler Boyd, they've got C.J. Ozuma, they've got Jamar Chase, who's having the best year since Moss as far as a rookie wide receiver goes. Uh, the Bengals actually have a pretty complete offense, and Joe Burrow has a little bit of Tom Brady in him, in my opinion. He's, he's very capable of, of completing that, that. He doesn't have that huge arm. But he's capable of completing that, that deep pass, but he's really, really good at those slants across the middle. He's really, really good on third down. He can run himself. If, if those injuries are taking place for the Steelers, and I would actually change my pick to the Bengals. I think the Bengals uh, could easily win that game if, they have those, if the Steelers have those injuries on the defensive side of the ball. And also with the Bengals, their D-line, Trey Henderson, he's had a sack, I think, in the last seven games. Uh, Larry Ogunjubi's having a pretty good year. And Logan Wilson actually is like seventh or eighth in the NFL in interceptions, and he's a linebacker. So the Bengals actually have quite a bit of talent on that team, and they've had some players that have played pretty well this year, Rick. Before I let you go, and there's no such thing as an iron-cold lock, but iron-clad lock, I should say. Right. What is your closest thing to a lock this week in the NFL? I would say the Browns. Just I think the Cleveland Browns beat the Ravens outright. They've got Chubb back. Jackson, he's been he's been sick. They don't really have wide receivers. The Browns actually have a lot of defensive talent. You know, Miles Garrett still has 14 sacks this year. Denzel Ward, John, uh, Johnny Johnson, Greedy Williams, uh, Greg Newsome. They've got Jarvis Landry offense, uh, you know, obviously offensively. I think that the Ravens are really limited right now uh, offensively and kind of defensively, and the Browns will be able to exploit that, and I think they win the game outright. And, and, and the Browns haven't won a game in Baltimore in how long? 20 years? Long time, so I think that probably changed this weekend. And it is kind of, if you look in their record books, it's the Brown versus the Browns, too, which is kind of funny. Right, exactly. That's kind of funny. All right, J.D. Sharp, againstthenumber.com. A lot more on that uh, website. You just got a taste of it. J.D., happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for coming by. Great. Rick, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, we got some open lines. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759-Again, that's 800-449-1759. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. That hurts my feelings. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Twitch.tv, the camera there, so handsome. Search for Sports Byline. Uh, Back to uh, Rick's picks. If you notice, I just mentioned uh, to J.D. Sharp games that I had already covered just to see what he thought. We were in agreement there for a while, and then he made a pretty good case for Cincinnati there. Remember, I'm mostly Mr. Hunchback of Notre Dame. I go with hunches, and why not? The Colts are facing the Bucks, and this one, you know, three weeks ago I would have said, ah, Bucks go on the road and win. Oh, no, no. Look at the way Indianapolis is playing now. Carson Wentz, all he does is win. Well, I don't know about that. 
Uh, but from whence he came, <clears throat> Tom Brady was able to get off the schneid with a loss. I think Tampa Bay goes back in the loss column. And uh, I'll pick Indy in this one. The Patriots in first place in the AFC East, and a lot of people are saying this reminds me of Tom Brady's first year. Winning with defense, not making mistakes with the young quarterback. Well, the Titans are on the road. Do I really take the Titans seriously after they lost to Houston? Yeah, I do. By the way, they cut Adrian Peterson. That experiment's over. But uh, the Patriots will win with Bill Belichick defense and Mac Jones throwing a first down here and there. And they'll go to 8-4. and four. The Donkeys host the Chargers. And um, the Broncos at 5-5 five and five are still alive, but there are different types of 5-5s five and fives out there. You know, you can have a 5-5 five and five like the Niners, where you're like, we're red hot. And you can have a 5-5 five and five like the Raiders, where you go, we're ice cold. The Broncos are really neither ice cold or red hot. They're just mediocre. And I look for Justin Herbert to go into mile high. I usually pick the home team when it's the donkeys in a situation like this. But the Chargers, who have slipped up time and time again, they're still 6-4. and four. They have something to play for, and uh, they win that. That's what I say. By the way, two teams have buys. The Cardinals and the Chiefs have buys. During Thanksgiving week, yeah, during Thanksgiving week, end week, whatever you want, the whole thing, they're out. The Packers host the Rams, and this one is a good one on paper. Lambeau Field, the Rams have uh, tripped up here and there. We saw it happen in Santa Clara, but uh, this could be a playoff preview, and it's interesting to me that it is a pick em. I would have thought that the Packers would uh, have an advantage in this one. And they don't. It's very interesting to me. There. The 49ers, who I mentioned, they host the Vikings. And this is a game that will really decide, you know, who's going to crawl out of that morass, that La Brea tar pit of mediocrity, and say, we're going to do something this season. And who's going to say, nah, we're not. Because both teams are 5-5. Five and five. And both teams coming off impressive uh, victories last week. Uh, I'm going to pick the Niners to win down at Levi's 501 Stadium. 501 in the 408. Actually, that's not 501 Stadium. Sunday Night Football, you heard uh, from uh, J.D. Sharp. He likes the Browns. Uh, I don't as the Browns go into uh, Baltimore. And I know there are injuries to consider with Baltimore, obviously, when Lamar Jackson's not in there. And I, I don't know. I just think the Ravens at home with the defense, and I don't know. I just like Baltimore in this one. Call me crazy. And then uh, Monday night, good Lord on Monday night, Washington football team hosts the Seahawks. Now, you can flex on Sunday nights, and uh, but Monday night, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's on the schedule. Uh, so... <clears throat> yeah, four and six Washington versus three and seven Seattle. That one's gonna be ugly, 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 ugly. One eight hundred eight seven eight play to get in. Some people are already saying. Um, and by the way, we got it. We wondered about uh, T.J. Watt 
TJ Watt says that he will practice today and then see, but from what I've been reading, it looks like he's, uh, he's out. Um, and by the way, the Titans, I talked about uh, AJ, um, or I should say Adrian Peterson getting cut. Uh, he'll be going to the Hall of Fame. They've uh, made some other uh, moves as well. Remember, Derrick Henry went down with a foot injury, probably out for the season. But they brought in uh, Dontrell Hilliard running back and also Deontay Foreman, spelled D apostrophe capital O-N-T-A. If you care. Well, Rick, if I had known that, then I really wouldn't have picked that blah, blah. But I also think it's interesting to uh, hear about a possible Super Bowl 56 between the Patriots and the Bucks. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, this is the thing. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady don't hate each other. They had the most productive run of any head coach and quarterback in the history of the NFL. And they always come across at least fairly chummy. But could you try to envision that? The awkward press conferences, the dredging up of old grudges in a media cycle for an entire fortnight, battle royale. It would be bonkers. Belichick, the evil genius, tap into those game plans that he used to have even back with the with the Giants to defeat Tom Brady <clears throat> and one goat wins last year, the other goat wins this year. My generation, the goat is the guy who choked, so it's hard for me to say that. But you think about Josh McDaniels grooming Mac Jones with the possibility of the youngster outplaying the master. I I don't think so. It's not going to happen. But then, of course, you throw in Gronk. You could even throw in Antonio Brown, who was in England, New England for a hot minute, as the kids would say. Didn't work out too well. But it would be fantastic. Just imagine media night. Media night. I went to media night for Super Bowl 50. It was at the Shark Tank. Still to this day, the most security I think I ever went through to get in there. I had to give a blood sample and a stool. They asked me for a blood stamp. I won't do the joke. It's about leaving a pair of underpants. But that would be, listen, it's a little bit too early. (laughs) I know that. But remember, we get these weird percentages that uh, Pro Football Focus and others do with the percentage of, you know, what you have to to get to the playoffs. And right now, in the AFC, uh, the division leaders, uh, Titans, Ravens, Bills, uh, uh, well, sorry, no, 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 not the division leaders right now, but the apparently the locks to get in, Titans, Ravens, Bills, Chargers, Patriots, Chiefs, Colts. Uh, my Raiders are 10.4% chance to get in. The Jets, Jags, and Texans, 0%, which I hate because they're not mathematically gone. In the NFC, they have Cardinals, Packers, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Rams, 49ers, and Vikings making it. The computers like the Niners to not only be the wild card, but to be the second wild card. Everyone else, not great. I like the fact that the the Lions are 0%. The Bears, 0.4%. (laughs) So the projections right now, wild card weekend will be Colts at Ravens, Chiefs at Bills, Patriots at Chargers, with a bye going to the Titans in the AFC, that they would be the top team. Remember, only one bye. 
the NFC Vikings at Packers, Rams at Bucks, and how about this, folks? 49ers at Cowboys for a playoff game. That wouldn't be a good one. It would be a good one. That'd be a good one. That's right. Them's good eating. And the um, the bye would go to the uh, the Cardinals. It's all a little bit early. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. I know that. And by the way, have you seen how many Christmas trees are up and Christmas lights, Christmas music? I don't even say wait till December. Can you just wait till the day after Thanksgiving? I remember I used to always do the Black Friday show on 95.7 and I say, welcome to Black Friday with White Rick. I don't think I would say that nowadays. Somebody would have a problem with that. (laughs) Somebody would try to cancel me. Ah, you got to stick with the times. You got to read the room. All right. uh, When we come back, Deuce McAllister, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Others treat your fries as an afterthought. All you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Trying them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Trade pros, whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, maybe losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. 
Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Welcome back to Sports Byline Coast to Coast, border to border and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show former Pro Bowl and Super Bowl champ running back Deuce McAllister. And uh, he is here on behalf of Crown Royal and their kickoff with Crown Royal campaign, which is a season-long community initiative to inspire generosity towards hospitality personnel and military members who make the game great. We will get into that, but uh, Deuce, how about uh, your your Ole Miss Rebs? I mean, they're making some noise this year. Doing pretty good. I mean, they have played really, really well up to this point. You have a big uh, uh, rivalry game this upcoming Thursday against Mississippi State, so uh, opportunity for Ole Miss to win 10 regular season uh, games first time would be the first time in a long, long time. Uh, so Lane has the, the, the program headed into the right direction. That uh, quarterback, Corral, I mean, that guy is such a leader, and uh, he's going to be a first-round pick. I think that guy's going to be playing on Sundays, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely believe so. Matt is uh, really, really, you know, you talk about the improvement from where he was three years ago to where he is now. It's kind of night and day, and so you have to credit Coach Libby and Coach Lane for the work that they have done with him. And so his ability to be able to continue to get better and learn different systems has definitely helped, and uh, he definitely has an opportunity to be a first-rounder and to play on Sundays. And then, of course, your Saints. And for people who don't know, you're not only one of the greatest players in the history of Ole Miss, but uh, the greatest running back in the history of the Saints. How much do you live and die each week with that team? I don't know if it's necessarily living and dying with it. Uh, you know, you try to stay even keel uh, mm-hmm. just because um, – you want them to be successful as far as a team and an organization, but at the same time, uh, you can't allow the emotional piece to, to kind of take over for you. And so I think as a city, they've always supported that team. And, you know, whether good or bad, they've been behind them. And, you know, the, the thing that that squad has to be able to do now is, one, stay healthy. And the other piece of it is you want them to start having some success uh, just with the opportunities that they have had week in and week out. And for you, uh, the the injuries you had to your knees, uh, other than that, you had a pretty uh, healthy career outside of the ACLs. But uh, 
What what about mentally? Because I I mean I played Division two football back in the eighties, and every once in a while I I feel like I'm getting dumb. But uh, how you doing with the whole CTE and the concussions? Are you doing all right? Uh, as far as I know, I'm fine. I mean, you know, uh, you, 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 you've got baseline testing and, uh, you know, that, uh, I'm involved in some of those different things and some of the programs that the NFL player trusts, uh, things that they have going on. I've been able to participate in some of those deals. And so, uh, every day is a new challenge. I mean, you go out, you try to do the best that you can, uh, you know, and obviously we know different players have been affected by the game in different ways. You know, that's, that's, really just human anatomy type situation stuff. And uh, uh, you look at some of the guys that are, have suffered from CTE or even AOS and, 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 and some of those situations and, you know, your, your, your thoughts, you're prayerful for them. Uh, but myself personally, uh, I haven't had any of those effects to kind of take place at this point. You know, you don't know what's down the road, but um, you kind of try to enjoy the moments that you have now where you are clear of thought, clear of mind. No, very well said. A couple more questions for Deuce McAllister. The uh, running back position, you know, I remember like in the in the 80s, how many running backs, tailbacks were taken in the first round. And, you know, a few years ago, Josh Jacobs was the only running back taken in the first round. How do you see that position? I mean, obviously, when you put out five receivers in these empty backfields, that's a, it's a passing game. But how do you see the, the running back position uh, evolving the last decade? It's more so uh, it, it, it's evolved to a two-back type system, sometimes even three-backs, you know, just depending on the philosophy of the offense. And I agree with you when you talk about being a passing league, uh, that's exactly what, what you have, you know, different teams. It's more about the quarterback and uh, can we distribute the football. You have to understand really, too, when you look at it, um, the advantages that outside and throwing the ball you have more so than running the football. But I think at the end of the day, when you talk about having to finish a game, when you talk about playing in bad weather, uh, you have to have some type of running game. And so the teams that do have that, they've been successful. They've been able to get a formula. They stuck to that formula. Uh, but, you know, you still will have running backs that are drafted in the first round and, you know, guys that can be a three-down back and I don't have to uh, sub a guy out because he, he can't pick up a protection or he doesn't have the ability to be able to catch the football. Uh, and so those are the elite guys that, you know, you get the bigger contracts because teams have to focus on you for all three downs. You know, I was thinking, too, as a guy who's born and raised in uh, Mississippi and went to Ole Miss, was that Saints country? Was that kind of a dream come true when they drafted you? Not necessarily uh, Saints country. I mean, because at the time, you have to remember, the Saints weren't very good. And right. so you were pulling – you were pulling for the Saints, but at the same time, you were probably more so following uh, the 49ers who had a Mississippi guy, Jerry Rice, and, you know, mm-hmm. Dallas was always on, on, on television at that point in time. And, you know, you talk about the old Pittsburgh Steelers, a lot of the fans, they pulled for him. I mean, pulled for them because of a guy like Hugh Green uh, and his Mississippi tie. So uh, we've been fortunate and blessed to be able to have a ton of athletes that have come through the States. You, you, you talk about McNair, Steve. You talk about Brett Farr. Uh, I, I talked about Jerry and Walter, and so uh, the Saints have have been fortunate enough to have one of those guys, Archie Manning. But then you start going back so many years, and then you look at the records, not very good. But at the same time, the city, the region has supported the Saints, good or bad. And I think some of that support, you know, really started to pay off when Sean Payton took over back in two thousand and uh, in two thousand and six. 
No doubt. All right, as I mentioned, kick off with Crown Royal. I know you uh, did a Crown Royal event in New Orleans, which uh, donated $25,000 to the Bastion Community of Resilience and the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation. Uh, and, and, you know, I look over the years with uh, all your philanthropic uh, endeavors as well, the Catch-22 Foundation. Uh, why has it always been important to you to, to give back? Well, I think the opportunity for me to be able to give back all started with the people that gave to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I mean by that, coming up, there were individuals that gave time, they gave money, they gave effort for me to have the success that I was trying to achieve. And so for myself to be able to still open those doors for other individuals, to give them that same opportunity that maybe I've had, that's what I've always wanted to do. And, you know, whenever I did make it to the NFL, that was one of the things that I tried to make sure that I would continue to open the doors for other individuals that may not have had uh, that opportunity. And so uh, it has paid off for a lot of a lot of different people but you know you're really really thankful for the effort that crown roll has invested in the city of new orleans and really across the country with some of the other initiatives uh but particularly for this one i mean they're giving over a million dollars to different organizations and so i think that speaks to the type of company they are and the commitment that they have to giving back to the communities and really just supporting you know you talk about the hospitalities and uh, uh our veterans i think that's that's pretty special and there's nothing like that purple purple velvet bag, huh? <laughs> hey, you, you you obviously know you know what goes in it, but it could be used for a lot of different ways after that as well. <laughs> no doubt. We've been speaking with Deuce McAllister, one of the greatest players in the history of Ole Miss and the New Orleans Saints uh, as well for Crown Royals kickoff uh, campaign. Hey, Deuce, man, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. Thank you guys for having me as well. All right, and uh, we got some uh, time here if you want to uh, get in uh, before we uh, send you into Thanksgiving. Used to have, uh, I went to a Catholic high school, Salesian High School in Richmond, California, all boys Catholic high school. Uh, to tell you how bad the basketball team was when I was there, I was the point guard. And I bring that up because I just looked in the San Francisco Chronicle today. Number two in the Bay Area is Salesian basketball preseason rankings number three for the boys number three for the girls they basically if you look at the boys and girls programs they have the best basketball program in the bay area which makes no sense shout out to chad nightingale who i coached with in 1992 he's still there he's the athletic director former cal wide receiver by the way uh a couple of football notes uh we found out this morning technically last night but at 3 a.m. Central Time today, police officers responded to a 911 call made by Everson Griffin of the Vikings. And Griffin called and said someone was inside his home and that he needed help from the police. Griffin uh, said that uh, uh, he fired a weapon, but no one was hurt. And then there was a lot of posts of Griffin a video of him holding a a gun now on social media. So the Vikings uh, have uh, issued uh, a statement uh, stating that the team reps and mental health professionals have been on site at his home. And um, the Vikings say our only concern at this time is the safety and well-being of Everson and his family. We will have further comment at the appropriate time. Uh, Mike Zimmer started his press conference Uh, today um, by addressing the situation. 
And uh, some he said about him playing against the uh, 49ers, he said, that's not our concern right now. And uh, Mike Zimmer said he got a call at 3 o'clock in the morning. The GM, Rick Spielman, is going to approach the media and address them later today. But the thing you got to remember about Griffin was three years ago, he took time off to work on his mental health. And he came back to the Vikings this season after spending last year with both the Cowboys and the Lions. He's 33 years old now. He had spent 11 of his 12 seasons with the Vikings um, ever since they drafted him in 2010. A four-time Pro Bowler, a team captain, 85 and a half career sacks, and a career high of 13 in 2017. But once again... You know, having handguns laying around uh, is not always the uh, it's the old. If you carry trouble, you're looking for trouble. But anyway, yeah, that's the situation that uh, that uh, we certainly hope uh, everybody's going to be all right there. You have a history. If you have a history of mental illness, and you can still get your hands on guns, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to make any political statement. That just doesn't seem like it's a win-win. If you have mental illness. Um, and it's good that people admit it. You know, everyone, most people who have it don't admit it because they're embarrassed by it. It makes them feel weak. It makes them feel like people will change their opinion of them, and they might. But uh, anyway, we'll keep our eye on that situation. Hope it works out for the best. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and 
let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, we got a uh, couple minutes uh, left, and um, 1-800-878-PLAY if you want to squeeze in here. We know in the college ranks there's a lot of jobs where are, they are stepping stones. Like you would look at <clears throat> Liberty as a, as a job where you would have a stepping stone. Congrats to Liberty. They've locked up head coach Hugh Freeze. Sounds like a joke name. Anyway, but so does Rick Tittle. Hugh Freeze, seven-year extension. But even more than that, one of the hot names we've been hearing about lately, last few years, is James Franklin at Penn State. And, uh, you know, he's going to go to the SEC. He's going to take the LSU job. He's going to go to USC. Oh, USC is going to hire James Franklin. They have just given him a 10-year extension through 2031. That'd be 10 years. Remember, the last eight years, they are 67-32, and 32, that uh, Big Ten championship uh, five years ago, and taking them out of the Sandusky era. Um, $75 million guaranteed. That means even if they fire him. So, uh, yeah, $7.5 million a year to coach college football. That's almost a million dollars a game. <clears throat> but... Uh, Franklin said, quote, Penn State's future is bright and I'm honored to continue to serve as your head football coach. Nine weeks ago, the administration approached me about making a long-term investment in our football program. This prompted numerous conversations outlining the resources needed to be competitive at a level that matches the expectations and history of Penn State. What's most evident from those conversations is the importance of our student-athlete success both on and off the field. 
well, by the by the way, he gets a $500,000 retention bonus, meaning if they don't fire him every year, he gets another half year. They also give him a $1 million life insurance policy as well. If he wins the Big Ten, he gets three hundred and fifty k. If they get to the playoffs, he gets four hundred thousand k. And if he's big coach, uh, Big Ten coach of the year, a hundred thousand dollars. You think there's not some money in college football? Well, you're wrong. I'm Rick Tittle. Happy Thanksgiving. See you next time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.